Well, very good evening, everyone. Um, please let me add to my welcome to those you've heard already. My name's Rich. I'm the, the pastor teacher here uh, at Lionstown, and we're going to spend a few moments looking at these, these words. You may well find it helpful just to see them, um, just because I will refer to them quite a few times as we go. Well, a, a good few years ago now, um, there was a program on... Channel 4, I think it was, uh, called The Secret Millionaire, where millionaires would go undercover and go into impoverished areas to get to know people or projects, and they would end up giving away tens of thousands of pounds. In fact, in 2008, in Postal Park, I think Glasgow, 341,000 pounds were given away. Uh, the, the presence of the TV cameras, they were explained by, to the people by saying, oh, they're, they're there to film a documentary. And so the people in those areas had absolutely no idea who it was who was amongst them. They didn't know what they were there for. They didn't realize how significant that individual was, that actually in, in a moment they could have their lives changed by them. And since that very first Christmas... Millions and millions of people haven't realized who Jesus is. And so haven't realized that actually he too could change their lives in an instant. And to not realize who Jesus is, is actually to, to not only miss out, but is to have tragic consequences. And so you've been introduced to the topic already this evening. If you've seen our publicity, we've been, been saying this Christmas time, time to rethink Jesus. I guess my question to you this afternoon is, are you willing to have an open mind when it comes to Jesus? And that's all of us, whether you consider yourself a Christian or not, whether it's a, a big overhaul in our mind or whether it's just a, a sharpening, tightening, we all actually, I think, are going to find our view of Jesus uh, growing and challenged by the verses that we're looking at, this wonderful Bible passage. Look, it's almost universally accepted that just over 2,000 years ago, uh, there was a baby was born who was called Jesus, who went on to have the most remarkable life. And I imagine that if you are here in the room or if you're watching at home, I imagine that you would probably agree with that. The question then is, well, who was this baby? Who is Jesus? Now, if I were to ask you, I wonder how you would answer that. Who is Jesus? What would you say? Well, if we were to wander down to, to New Barnet High Street, stand outside Sainsbury, stop people and ask them the question, I, I think we'd get all kinds of answers. Ray mentioned a couple at the beginning. I think some people would say, Jesus, yeah, he was, he was a good man. Maybe some would go a step further and say, Jesus was a holy man. He was perhaps even a prophet, a healer, a wise teacher, and many other things besides. But the very first line of the verses we're looking at actually rule those things out. If you see where there's a little number six, and that's the verse six. So, so Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, who being in very nature God, and this is the first thing I want us, the very simple thing I want us to see of Jesus. Who is Jesus? Well, this verse tells us that Jesus is God. Jesus was a good man. He was a holy man. He was a prophet. 
He did heal many people. He was a wise teacher. And so if you think that, in a sense, you are right. But this, this tells us that Jesus was so much more. He was in very nature God. He is God. I don't know what your, your favourite Christmas carol is. If it's anything other than Hark the Herald Angels Sing, you're wrong. I'm just going to put that on the records. I'm going to quote it a number of times this evening. But I love these, these words from that carol. Veiled in flesh... The Godhead see. Hail the incarnate deity. Pleased with man as man to dwell. Jesus our Emmanuel, which means God with us. At Christmas time we think of and we celebrate Jesus as a baby. But how many other babies were born that day? So depending on who you believe on Google, somewhere between one baby every two seconds and four babies every one second... That's the estimates of what was born right now, every second. Right? Population vastly smaller back then. For sake of argument, let's say one baby was born every 60 seconds. And if that was the case, 1,440 babies were born the same day as Jesus. What makes Jesus so special, why we remember his birthday 2,000 years later, is that Jesus was, is, God's. Now, that is a huge statement. I understand if you're coming here and don't usually kind of hear these things, that is a huge statement. I know that. And I haven't really got time this evening to show you the things that Jesus said and did that would back that up. Ray later will talk about Christian Foundations course that we offer. And that is a course that looks at the life of Jesus, seeing the things that he said, the things that he did, that back up this point. And that may well interest you later. The first thing we see, just even from this opening line, is that Jesus is God. Jesus is God, and that's perhaps more than you currently consider him to be. Okay, yes, you might agree with that, or okay, maybe, you're not sure. But perhaps to you, well, Jesus, doesn't he just seem a bit distant or a bit disinterested? You know, if Jesus is real, Jesus is God, well, wouldn't he be more involved? Does he actually care about my life? Well, perhaps you might even go further. You know, isn't Jesus a bit severe? You know, didn't he come just to try and limit my freedom and uh, to suck all the fun out of life? Isn't he a bit severe? Well, the second thing I want us to see of Jesus, so firstly, Jesus is God, but though God, he is selfless and humble. Jesus selfless and humble. Just have a look down again at that little verse, verse 6. So Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. And corrupt politicians, they just want their, their position, their power to serve themselves. Not so with Jesus. He didn't consider his position something to be used for his own advantage, something for himself. No, instead, verse 7, rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant and being made in human likeness. This is Christmas. Jesus being made in human likeness. He became human. Jesus, who was fully God, became fully man. He, he knew what it was to, to be tired. You know, the pain of stubbing your toe on the bed in the middle of the night. Je- Jesus knew these kind of things but not just any human. Did you see how he's described in that verse? He's described as a servant. 
Now for Jesus, God, to leave his place in glory in heaven and to leave that splendor and to come to a kind of incredible palace and to be served by numerous servants, even that would be a remarkable display of humility, given that he's God's. But he didn't. He didn't come to, be, to, to live in one of these grand palaces to be served by others. No, he, it says in verse 7, took the very nature of a servant. In fact, the word literally is slave. Someone who works entirely for the benefit of somebody else. Now, Jesus didn't literally work in a house washing dishes and the like. But that is a description of Jesus' attitude and ultimately his work. But this remarkable humility, it's not finished yet. We're following down. So God became a man, not just any man, he became a servant, but this isn't finished. No, his humbling didn't stop on Christmas Day, to put it that way. His humbling carried Jesus to Good Friday. So have a look at verse 8, the late there. And being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. God, God, the immortal giver of life, dies. And not just any death, but death on a cross, the most degrading and repulsive experience that humanity has ever invented. It, it, even the Romans who invented it, they, no Roman citizen could be crucified. It was that bad. It was a criminal's death. But again, hey, lots of people were born, lots of people died. Lots of people were crucified. What was different about Jesus? Well, what makes the fact that Jesus was born so remarkable is that he was God's. What makes the fact that Jesus died was so surprising that as God, he is the giver of life. And what makes the fact that Jesus was crucified so significant was that his death wasn't because of any of his own wrongdoing. It wasn't because he'd done wrong and so was punished for that. Now, this is at the very heart of Christianity, and therefore this is at the very heart of Christmas message, that Jesus, though innocent, took upon himself wrongdoing and rebellion of his people, and he took that upon himself, and he was punished for them so that we wouldn't have to be. Again, let me quote Hark the Heralds. Mild he lays his glory by, Born that man, no more may die. Born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. Jesus, by dying, brings life. No one has ever started so high and descended so low. We can see it in the the diagram. I've kind of worked out the steps there that, that God himself, yet he didn't use that for his own advantage. He became man. He became a servant. He died, even dying on a cross. We see the the beginning and end of God himself being crucified in the place of others. The the, the position of somebody magnifies humble acts. So if I were to come to your, your house this afternoon and to clean your toilet with my toothbrush, wouldn't be a particularly remarkable thing. For example, for the queen to come to your house and clean your toilet with her toothbrush would be an incredible, credible act of humility. Here we see God himself coming to die on a cross. Jesus is not distant. 
Though God, he left the splendor of heaven to come to earth. Jesus is not disinterested. He came, in fact, to serve. Jesus is not severe. He came, to, though innocent, to die, to bring life. I think another way that we can go wrong in our thinking about Jesus is to simply and only think of Jesus as this, this little baby at Christmas time. You know, isn't it? Yes, it's amazing that Jesus, though in the very nature of God, would make himself nothing, but, but we find it hard to move on in our mental picture of Jesus beyond just Jesus as a, as a baby. Or perhaps even just Jesus as crucified. And therefore, to us, maybe Jesus is just, just the man who lived, died a little over 2,000 years ago and isn't particularly any more significant than any interesting member of history. But again, Paul says no. Uh, so the third thing we want to see about Jesus, so Jesus is God, Jesus is selfless and humble, and the third thing these verses show us is that Jesus is and will be exalted. You see, his incredible descent is matched by an equally dramatic rising in this exalting you see, Jesus' humble, selfless descent wasn't the, the whole story. If it were, that would leave some pretty big questions in our heads, okay? Jesus dead in the ground with these claims of who he is just doesn't really make sense. But that's not the end. So we can move on to verse 9 and we start this, um, this ex- exaltation. Therefore God has exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. This is an exaltation, this raising up that's happened in the past. So we've gone from Christmas Day to Good Friday. Now this is talking about Easter Sunday. God rose him to life again, and he has ascended into heaven where he's at the Father's right hand. He is exalted back above creation, back to his glory. This is where Jesus is now. But there's more, that there's more to come. And so he goes on, verse 10, that at the name of Jesus... Every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, everywhere. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I don't know if you've seen the the Lord of the Rings films. Um, It came out ages ago now, we're talking about this. But there are four little hobbits that go on this adventure to destroy a ring, and and they they managed to do so. And at at the end of the, the third film, Um, They they all come out and and the king comes out. And and these four hobbits bow before the king. And the king says, look, you'd bow to no one. And then the king takes his knee and those around him. And then the camera zooms out and you kind of see this kind of trickling it out as as all those present bow before these four hobbits. Well, that is just a small picture of what is going to happen with Jesus. One day, every knee will bow before him. His people... In joyful adoration, his enemies in fearful dread. Every knee will bow to the King of all, and every tongue will confess that to be true. Look, Jesus coming in humility as a baby is a remarkable thing. Let's make no mistake about that. But equally, let's make no mistake that that is the end of Jesus. Now, having come, having completed his work, he is now exalted in glory and will be even further. So the question for us again, let me come back to it, is will you reconsider Jesus this Christmas time and beyond? 
The claims to, that we've heard tonight are surely so big that in a sense you can't not. Who is Jesus? That's been our question. And, and I wonder whether the answer to that question, how you would answer it, has perhaps even changed. Or at least it's got you questioning, thinking about it. But don't miss out on who Jesus is. You know, I sometimes wonder with these, those secret millionaire people in those areas, you know, what happens if they just didn't bother replying to that email saying, could we come and interview you? Or what happens if yeah, you couldn't be bothered or didn't have time or they didn't seem significant enough and so n- never kind of did it? Well, I fear that many ha- that happens with Jesus. They consider him to be too insignificant. They can't be bothered. They don't have time. Let me quote a carol that isn't Hark the Herald Angels Sing. We sang this in Joy to the World. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare in room. Jesus is so much bigger, so much more than a little baby in a manger. He is God. It's an incredible display of his humility that though God, he would come to earth as a man and not using his position to serve himself, but rather to, to serve others by laying down his life for them. Jesus is not distant, disinterested or severe, but equally he's not just a baby not just an interesting historical figure long dead in the ground. He is exalted and will be further. And this is the good news of Christmas. And will you think about him this Christmas time? Thanks very much.